Wah, wah. No, why did that happen? talk to you about some of the main myths um, and lies about being spiritual that I've come across in my lifetime. So the first is that spiritual people are flaky, kooky, a little bit weird. You know the trope. It's like the Phoebe trope, um, the dude, um, Taoist, uh, the flaky kind of burnout, hippie, crystals, incense, uh, bohemian, character. Laid back, no problems, that kind of thing. And it's not real. Like it's not a real trope. It's not a real, uh, it's not a real character. Spiritual people aren't like that. It's, um, uh, it's a stereotype. You may be considered kooky or flaky to people who have no connection or understanding to what you're doing. So traditional religions, um, atheists, they're likely going to be the type of people that think you're a little bit nutty. Cause I know I've encountered some who think I'm nutty and I, you know, I think science is great. I love physics. There's also a stereotype about what's considered spiritual that falls into that same kind of trope. Like I have very heavy bass hip hop intro to these videos that I love. I'm spiritual. I love hip hop. Hip hop spiritual. My nephew's like, mm, I don't think it fits. You know, it should be a little more ethereal. And I'm like, no, I like hip hop. Hip hop spiritual. Death metal spiritual. Horror stories are spiritual. Everything is spiritual. Like everyone and everything is connected to the same energy of spirit and it's all spiritual. So I wanted, I like hip hop. I want hip hop and hip hop is spiritual. And I want to change the idea of what is considered spiritual because I think it's just a bunch of kind of crap right now that doesn't resonate with a lot of people. Swears are spiritual. I'm the high priestess of holy shit because, because I am. <laughs> There's an idea as well that spiritual people are finished learning, that they're perfected somehow. Um, I've had pushback in the past from people who, um, who think that I'm not spiritual because I'm fat, because I haven't learned whatever balance is needed to not be fat, which is the assumption that spiritual people are thin. Like that's kind of arrogant. Does it mean that spiritual people are also beautiful? See where we're going here? See? 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 I even toyed with the idea of waiting to make these videos and creating this space until I was thinner and more fit. And then I thought, no, fat is also spiritual. I'm a spiritual person and, and involved in spiritual activities and living a spiritual life, even though I'm fat. And I also wanted more representations of fat people in the spiritual sphere. You got a lot of yoga people, you get a lot of fitness people in the spiritual sphere. I haven't seen a lot of fat ones. 
So why not? I'm a fat spiritual person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Doesn't mean that I'm not living my spiritual life. And it's ridiculous to think that spiritual people are finished working at their shit. If you're not learning, you're dying. If you're not growing, you're dying. It's not, it's never done here. We're never finished learning. There just, there is no finished. Never put off doing anything until you lose a little bit of weight or get your skin nice or get fit or trim, trim your butt or get a nose job or a boob job or whatever. Just, just do the thing because you might not ever do that. You might not ever lose weight. You might not ever quit smoking. You might not ever um, go off sugar or whatever it is that your goal is. Don't wait to do the thing until you feel like you're perfected. We're not perfected. You don't wanna watch your life go by as you're, as you're waiting to be ready. Just jump in, just jump in. Even if you're not ready right in the beginning, you'll get ready, you'll learn. Don't wait to be perfect enough. You're perfect enough right now. Just do it. <sighs> this one's a big one. Um, it's the idea of spiritual safety. For years, I had an acquaintance who would forward me emails about uh, national, like national disasters, environmental disasters, all over the earth, wars and rumors of wars, and just terrible stuff. But it was always within this framework of, look what happened to them. We're so lucky. We're safe. And it was this idea that because we were spiritual because we had we were woke we were somehow protected from those things we were somehow safeguarded from from the dangers of life and to be honest in the beginning i liked it who doesn't want to be safe you know who doesn't want to think they've they've done something special and woken up and joined the right team and so is is going to be safe from all those natural disasters. I mean, it's crap though. It's not true. It's actually kind of a version of abundance gospel, which we'll talk about later. Abundance gospel, like the idea that God favors certain people and keeps them safe. But it's also a bunch of unacknowledged racism and privilege. We're just lucky. Okay, we're just lucky to live in the first world and lucky to live on a continent that doesn't have a lot of natural disasters. We have enough money to have the government come in and help when there are national disasters. We got the CERB and the pandemic. Like, we're just lucky. Here's the truth. None of us are safe. Okay, we all live in a material world. Everyone and everything that we love is going to die and disappear. We're going to get sick. We're going to die. No one is exempt from that. Bad things are going to happen. And your spirituality, my spirituality, our spirituality is not going to protect us from that happening. It will, however, help us to get through it. Okay, this last one is the most pervasive. Spiritual means poor. No, why did that happen? I know there's a lot of um, biblical stuff about it. Like, it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle. 
um, than it is for a rich man to get into heaven. I don't know. Something like that. But I know that the idea of that kind of stuff was to teach the lesson that, that money and material things is not your God. Okay, that's the lesson. It's not your God. In the East, there was, um, there's a very deep, deep embedded tradition of asceticism and renunciation of the material world and begging for your daily bread. And it comes from the understanding that God and material things, or I'm sorry, money and material things, money and material things is not your God. You don't worship it. It doesn't come before God. But out of that, it's been perverted into this idea that if you're spiritual, you can't have abundance, that somehow it's not morally or ethical to have abundance as a spiritual person, or that you can't charge or make money from your spiritual gifts and from your spiritual talents, that somehow the only appropriate thing is to give them away for free or to not do them. Money is the root of all evil. Well, it is if you worship it like your God. All that's required is balance. All that's required, like most things, is balance. Money is just energy. Material goods is just energy. It's actually made of the same stuff that we are. And we allow it to come to us. We allow it to flow out. There's no need to hoard. There's no need to amass a giant pile of coins. In a way, billionaires are probably the most cowardly people. Because if they weren't afraid, they would let loose their millions to circulate in the world. Who wants to amass power and control except someone who doesn't feel they have it? Money and abundance is just energy. We allow it to come to us. We allow it to flow to other people. We allow it to flow through us, back into the world. There's always more coming. There's always more coming. And attached to this, associated to this, is the idea of the gross, gross, gross abundance gospels. Ugh. It's really popular in um, the American South. The idea is that God shows favor by showering you with millions and mansions. Uh, if you're rich, you are favored by God. And conversely, if you're not rich, you're not favored. Clearly, you're doing something wrong. You're not right with the man above. You got some work to do. Uh, and it is deeply, deeply harmful. It's a harmful, harmful belief system that a lot of people just internalize. If we are successful and wealthy, congratulations, we deserve it. It's harmful. It's damaging, uh, it's demoralizing, it's deeply, deeply shameful for those who don't have success and wealth to live in a society that tells them that message, that they're, they're God, the creator <laughs> of the entire universe isn't giving them a enough to live on because they're bad. Fuck off. Like, really fuck off. I, I just, I find it, that's evil. That's evil to, to give anyone that kind of message. But it's a message that those who have money and power are happy to keep repeating. Because follow the money, follow the power. 
if the messages in your society, in your institutions, in your media, talk about money and power and success without also talking about privilege and luck, then they are, are giving you propaganda. It is nothing but propaganda. Okay, it's propaganda to convince you that those that have the money and the power have the right to do so, that they are justified in the power and money they have, and they are justified to continue to have that power and money. Because the fact is, is that power and money is based in privilege and it's based in luck. Those two, that's it. You're not a million, the millionaires in the world didn't get that way because they're special or favored of God or somehow better people than everyone else. It was luck and privilege. Okay, so those are a few of the myths and lies about spirituality that I wanted to talk about. Our job, our holy shit, our holy shit is to get rid of all of the garbage that gets in the way of us um, connecting to the source of our beloved presence and living from there, living in abundance. There's nothing wrong with being materially wealthy, materially abundant. It's not your God. It's not what you worship. It's not the source. There's nothing wrong with it. There's no, there's no judgment. There's no judgment about wealth or things. It's just how we believe, right? It's what we believe about them that matters. It's what we believe it means. That's all. So it's our duty to dig in, dig in and dig out all those things that aren't truth, that stand in the way of our truth connecting with beloved presence. All right, thanks for listening. I would like to know what kind of lies and myths you find. I'm very interested actually in that. What kind of lies and myths about spirituality have you run into in your life? Put them in the comments or connect to me on IG or Facebook or DM me or wherever or go onto the Patreon community and write it up there. Whatever you like. Please like, subscribe, check out the Patreon and see if that's something that you want to be part of. Find us on Facebook. Us. Find me on Facebook with all of you. Us. Find us on Facebook. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for, thanks for watching. I really appreciate it. Don't wait to be perfect enough. You're perfect enough right now. Pew, pew.